We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome into Candlestick Chronicles, a 49ers podcast on the Blue Wire Podcast Network. I'm Kyle Madsen. I write about the 49ers over at NinersWire.com, part of the USA Today Sports Media Group. Joining me shortly is Chris Biederman of the Sacramento Bee. We're recording this a day before the NFL schedule is released, so we're going to prognosticate and guess what the Niners schedule might look like. Let's dive in. Hey, this is George Kittle, and you're listening to Candlestick Chronicles. Kittle in Denver territory! Kittle is gonna go! Touchdown! Bosa's got him, and a sack him back inside the 30-yard line. Nick Bosa drops Aaron Rodgers for a 13-yard loss. Chris, I thought for sure we were going to start having to beat the heck out of the heat, but the weather's been super pleasant lately, and that's been really nice. I haven't closed the windows in my house in like four days. T-shirt and shorts weather, but you're you're bringing a hoodie or a light jacket with you if you're out past sunset. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. It's light jacket season for sure. Uh, I tried to put a fork in hoodie season. You refused, and that was the smart move. Hoodies are still very much in the rotation for it's the next just, day or two. It's just been up and down, but it's going to be back in the 90s in Sacramento this weekend. Yeah. Um. So I'm fully, I'm fully expecting triple digits, like any at any point within the next two weeks. At which point it's, there will be no, there will be no hoodie season. <laughs> Every once in a while, I'll miss living in Arizona, and then I'll look at the weather in March, and it's already in the hundreds. Like I don't miss that. I don't miss that one bit. Yeah. But the the. Anyways. I mean, I've probably said this before, but the nice thing about when it's hot and sack is like the mornings are amazing. Yes. Yeah. You can you can get outside from like anywhere from like 7 a.m. to 11 and it's not going to be higher than like 85. But once you're out to like one, then you start getting in triple digits and then you're trying to get off the golf course. That 732 time is a race against the clock. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Big, big fan of the early morning tea times. Well, let's uh, let's take a look at what we think the Niners schedule is going to look like here because the schedule is being released tomorrow officially by the NFL. The NFL released a bunch of games today, the International Series, the Christmas Day game, and the Black Friday game. The Niners are not taking part in any of those. They will not play internationally. There was some speculation that because the Jags were on their schedule that they might send the Niners overseas to, to London. They didn't. So they'll just play the Jags in Jacksonville, and that'll be that. So... I'm kind of relieved 
that there's no international game because like a 6.30 West Coast start sucks. And also no Christmas or Black Friday games. So I can go hard on Thanksgiving and yeah. don't have to worry about it on Christmas. That's selfishly well, you might, that's where I land. You, you, you might have a Thanksgiving game. That's true. There could There's a definite possibility for Thanksgiving action and that's fine. Yeah. Because I can just go, I can just get after it after, after. There are, I mean, one thing that stands out, and we're not going to predict a schedule in terms of like when the 49ers play each no. of these teams. But I there tried that are, once it didn't go well. <laughs> there are a ton of primetime possibilities. Six yes. of six of the 49ers' eight home opponents are teams that made the playoffs last year, including some very high profile playoff teams. Including two teams they played in the playoffs last year. Yeah, and then four of their nine road games um, are against playoff teams. There are some some like I think in terms of like difficulty of schedule, their tougher games are probably leaning more towards their home games. Mm-hmm. Whereas like you really have, I don't know, two or three maybe road games that look like tough. While we while we break this down in in May, but I I think <laughs> I think there's gonna be there's gonna be five and potentially six if the Niners get flexed uh, yeah. primetime games because they're you know Dallas, the New York Giants, Baltimore, Cincinnati, um, so either either of the Seahawks games and at Philadelphia maybe that's just gonna be a Fox game. But these are these are the ones I identified. One of the Seahawks games, they play the Cowboys again two playoff rematches that Eagles game. I can't imagine the NFC championship game rematch is just a one twenty five Fox start. I don't know Fox because Fox has the rights to like hold on to certain dates or certain games. And that might be one that they circle with their primetime group, not primetime, but their their featured number one group. Is that still a thing? I know that Fox and CBS no longer have the like contractual things with the conferences. Yeah, no, I think it's still a thing where like okay. Fox and CBS can plant their flag on certain games mm-hmm. um, that sort of prevent them from from going to primetime. So I I would say mm-hmm. Niners Eagles is is probably a Fox game, but maybe maybe Fox says not nah, screw it, like the Cowboys aren't as good as the Eagles going into the season, but maybe that sure. number would be bigger. So maybe they're prioritizing that sure. one. But I'm, you know, when it comes to like Thanksgiving. Like we could do, you know, Cowboys usually host Thanksgiving. So Cowboys probably would be right, out off the table. But like Niners Giants Thanksgiving, Niners Ravens Thanksgiving. You saw that before in 2012. Niners Bengals. Niners, Niners Bengals or Niners Steelers screams Thanksgiving to me. Yeah. Yeah. Potentially. And then, you know, maybe. Yeah. I mean, the, any that like they have some home dates that really seem like prime Thanksgiving type games, which. Yeah. Like Thanksgiving's my favorite holiday, so like I would I would prefer not to like have to pay close attention and, <laughs> and like potentially podcast on Thanksgiving night, but you know, we'll we'll do what we need to do. Uh but I, oh, I yeah, much we're pre- grinding. I much prefer to just be like in a coma after a few old fashions and tryptophan. I love than, this uh, <laughs> <laughs> than having to like grind through a Niners game and, and pot about it. So sure. Fingers crossed. Yeah, I, I I I think Steelers, Giants, uh, Bengals, all possibilities. The Bengals, I feel like, is one they're definitely putting on Sunday Night Football. Like that game has Chris Collinsworth's voice all over it. <laughs> so there's that. 
And then I think Niners, I think Niners at Jags is a good Thursday night game. Yeah, because the Jags are kind of like the Thursday night football team. Well, of, of hold on, though. Teams. They're they're not going to do a cross country trip. So that's 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 the one. The Niners went to Tennessee for a Thursday night game. Yeah, and that was tough. And then Jacksonville's another thousand miles from there. I don't I don't know geography. Uh, <laughs> several hundred miles from there, I would assume. I'm googling that now. Doesn't but it feel like that, that's 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 the one hang up there? Sometimes it feels like. Like for years, Monday night football just sort of got like the scraps when it came to like the primetime games, right? It was like Sunday night football always got the best matchups and Monday night football kind of got the weird like interconference, like teams you wouldn't really associate with one another. I could see Niners at Jags being one of those weird like Monday night games Mm, where, where it's like it's it's a good matchup, but it's not like it's not one like you really clamor for as a Niners fan. Like, oh man, Niners Jacks. But the, the Jaguars are good and they're a playoff team last year and playing right. them on the road would be a tough game. Right. I, I totally agree. Uh, real quick, 595 miles, Nashville to Jacksonville. So that thousand miles wasn't wasn't correct. But anyways. <laughs> so that's another the, basically another hour hour flight. The hour caveat, onto the flight. The caveat I had on this is the 49ers play several games on the East Coast. Hmm. So I could see a scenario where maybe they play Pittsburgh on a Sunday, stay at the Greenbrier, and then play Jacksonville the Thursday. Yeah, or yeah. So, something along something along those lines. I mean, the NFL when when team the NFL does comply with teams' requests a lot when they're like games on the same coast, or can you mm-hmm. can you at least schedule games on the same coast so we mm-hmm. can stay somewhere and not have to travel back and forth. And yeah, like Eastern time zone, you got Philly, Washington, uh, Cleveland, Pittsburgh, and Jacksonville. So there are a lot of opportunities for the 49ers to have maybe one or maybe two of those stayover trips. I th- I kind of wonder, like, and we can talk about this more when the schedule's actually out, but I do think there's an element of fatigue on these trips. Like, hmm. when you have a new coaching staff, like when the 49ers first got there or, or sorry, when Kyle Shanahan and, and first got there, they're like, Oh, we can kind of treat it like a little training camp and, you know, it'd be fun. And we really get to know each other. The feeling I get is like, even the Greenbrier last year, it's like, okay, this is like a long time away from our families. And like, yeah, we're saving some time by, by flying and stuff. But like the novelty of staying right. away and staying at the Greenbrier or staying in Youngstown, or even, you know, IMG at Florida like that, that does sort of wear off at some point. And I wonder if we're going to get to that point where they're just going to be like, no, nah, we don't. It, it does save some travel time, but like we'd rather just sleep in our beds for that week, even if we do have to fly back on a Friday. I think they do it once. Yeah, I think once probably... Philly, D.C., Cleveland, Pittsburgh, Minnesota and Jacksonville. That's six games. I know those aren't all East Coast, but. Yeah, that's six games that are that are significant travel. Yeah. So I, I'm I think they do it at least once. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know. I'm, Maybe I'm it's su- I'm surprised there's no Europe game. They went to Mexico last year, but that was a Cardinals have, home game. No doubt. They have a million East Coast games this year, so I'm yeah. guessing that might be one of the 
Well, so they factors. they do want to host a Super Bowl, right? They're in conversation for for one of the Super Bowls down the line, and one of the requirements to be an applicant is to be able to give up or be willing to give up a home game for a European game or an inter- international game. Hmm. And so they haven't played. They haven't played in Europe since 2013. The uh, the Dan Scuda, yeah, they... the Dan Scuda Jaguars game. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> uh, Who, so, lest we lest we forget. Yeah, and so I, it's a it's a little bit surprising. There was talk. I remember um, before the pandemic, um, the 2019 season at the owners' meetings. There was a lot of talk about the 49ers being a candidate to go to China. Uh, right and, and play a game there i think logistically that became too problematic post pandemic mm-hmm. um so that's probably been scratched but no I, i'm a little bit surprised they haven't gone to europe in 10 years now okay so i've got a couple options here next year they have a home game against the patriots and also the jets both of those teams are playing internationally this year and then in 2025, they have a home game against the Jags, who have two games in England this year, because apparently they're going to try and move the Jags to England. That's just not a good idea. I don't think it's a good idea. I'm, I'm mostly joking. I get I get wanting to expand like the gro- global reach and stuff, but like moving the Jags to the UK just doesn't It's logistically hard. a nightmare. Yeah. Like b- reboot NFL Europe. Like start like a minor league. Right. Or start like a seven-on-seven seven league. Move the XFL to Europe. Who says no? <laughs> right. I don't know. It just doesn't... There there shouldn't be road games that require 14-hour flights. Like, that's... No, totally. It's just... No, it's a nightmare. Yeah. So, I'm... I'm. If you're the 49ers, you probably have to... You have to be excited that you're not having to deal with that on top of all the East Coast travel they're doing. Yeah. So... We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do you want yeah, to do a, I, let's let's do a quick draft. Do you want to do a quick draft? Okay. A, the, a, a Bill Simmons bit. 
Oh, perfect. Let's draft the games that let's imagine we are network executives. Can this game give me 12 minutes in a game seven? I just got to see it. <laughs> let's be let's be network executives and draft the most desirable primetime games. Okay. So we'll each draft four. So let's just do eight picks. Okay. You go first since it's your bit. Okay. We're just making this on the fly. We did not talk about this. I love this. This is great. <laughs> I wrote a whole article about it, so I'm prepared. Oh, perfect. Okay. Um, first pick, I'm going to go Niners at Eagles for obvious okay. reasons. It was There was so much hype going into the NFC Championship game because the teams felt so evenly matched. The defenses were great. Um, the offenses were really unique, a ton of skill position talent all over the field for both sides. Mm-hmm. And it was a dud because Brock Purdy got hurt early in the game. Right. So I think that hype would still exist, particularly no since and Debo Samuel's still talking about it. <laughs> right. Right. So I'm I'm I think that would be the game. Like if you're NBC, you could hype up that game for weeks. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping it's like it's in the middle of the season. So there's more at stake because generally like we've talked about this a lot, too. But like the first like four or five weeks of the season just kind of feel like an extension of the preseason. Yeah. Like if the Niners when the Niners and Eagles play this year, I hope it's like late in the year and like there's yeah. stakes are high and the teams kind of know who they are rather than it being like a week one throwaway game in the way that like, you know, the Bears and Broncos games felt like throwaway yeah. games last year. One well, and. and- the other thing is Brock Purdy's health. Yeah. And just the True. Niners quarterback situation. So they may push any primetime games till after like week four, just in hopes that they have that situation ironed out by the time they're on national television. Yeah. My first pick is also a playoff game. It's Dallas mm, at Levi Stadium. Uh, the, the Niners won that game, but it was obviously super close. A couple bounces of the ball went the Niners way and they, and they won that game. So that's, that's the that's the game I've I've circled as my top pick. Yeah, straightforward. Niners Cowboys. And it's Niners and it's Niners Cowboys. Like they they the Niners have eliminated Dallas the last two years from the playoffs. It's rekindling the rivalry that dominated the 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 early nineties. The NFL's got to be into that. Aesthetically, from a uniform perspective, the mm. best matchup in sports. Really good. Red and gold versus blue and silver white blue totally. it's it's amazing. anytime they play it's like ah, oh, it just looks it looks it's what an nfl football game should look like aesthetically yes okay i'm going to go with the number th- three pick in this bullshit primetime <laughs> draft uh the ball thing that we were super hard on <laughs> man ravens or bangles wow i'm gonna go bangles niners bangles um that's the right pick at levi's stadium joe burrow you're gonna have you're gonna have so much talk if brock purdy is healthy of course so much talk of the number one overall pick maybe one of the most successful college quarterbacks in recent memory versus mr irrelevant and now they're on the equal playing field chris collinsworth um yeah, I, I think Niners Bengals has a lot of interesting storylines, and uh, and that's that's my third overall pick. Okay, I like that. I like that very much. We're doing four games here, right? Yeah, eight total. I'm trying to strategize. 
so <laughs> yeah you got to get the right value here you don't want to yeah no 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 jake moody please no <laughs> so let me see um i'm going to go with the jacksonville jaguars here wow yeah i think i think jacksonville is going to be really good and i think the league thinks jacksonville is going to be really good and you have a player in Trevor Lawrence who is ascending into that realm of the Justin Herberts of the world where, you know, in that, I think he's between like tier three and tier two, maybe entering tier two, trying to get to that tier one quarterback spot, going against a defense that, that should be one of the best in the league again. I think that's a, a really juicy matchup there. It's it's Doug Peterson versus Kyle Shanahan. That's really fun. I, I... I like that in a primetime slot. The Trent Balky Bowl. Yeah. That's what many are calling it. Okay. I'm surprised you went that direction. And I'm thrilled with my with who's available to me at five. I'm going with the Ravens. Okay. Versus the Ravens. Lamar Jackson. That game in 2019 in Baltimore was one of my favorite games to watch because of just the physicality, the weather. You could just mm-hmm. tell, like, it felt like a playoff game. Like, those two teams were both really, really good, obviously. Lamar Jackson won the MVP that year. The Niners lost. But you could just tell, like, it was just a very, very high-level football game. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really think Baltimore might have one of the more underrated, like, home atmospheres slash, like, in-game experiences. You know, like, the whole Ravens, like, the Edgar Allan Poe thing. And um, I know this happened after the fact, but the Omar whistling from the wire oh, before so the good. game, it's like, it's just, it, it's really awesome. I know this game is going to be at Levi's, but um, Niners Ravens, sign me up. I, I'm all in and uh, I'm, I'm thrilled to, to be picking Baltimore at number five here. Okay. Uh, my third pick six overall, I'm taking the Levi's stadium game against the Seahawks. The Niners and Seahawks always play each other well at least recently. And the Monday night game in 2019 was electric. That one went to overtime. The Thursday night game last year was really, really good. This is a rekindling of the rivalry that dominated the early 2010s. And I think both of these teams are on a, on an upward trajectory and, and hoping to win the NFC West this year. So I think the Niners get to host the primetime matchup against the Seahawks this year, and I think it's going to be an awesome game. Yeah, no qualms. Every time the Niners play the Seahawks, it's weird. Crazy stuff happens, unless it's the playoffs. Right. Um, okay, so keep in mind, I'm a network executive here. Sure. Uh, I'm taking the home game versus the New York Giants. Yeah. Because it's going to do Buku numbers. Um, the Giants went to the playoffs last year. Daniel Jones polarizing quarterback i don't know that you're going to win a super bowl with them you could probably win some games with them it might be the he might he might be the guy falling into the jimmy garoppolo alex smith corollary mm-hmm. where he's like yeah you can you can win with him but you're not winning because of him you might be winning despite of him in most cases um but i i just think niners giants the networks they're gonna love that and i think this might be my pick for the Thanksgiving game, although I think either the AFC, the Bengals or Ravens games would would definitely make sense for Thanksgiving too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think if if the Niners do have a Thanksgiving game, the the networks might just go purely for numbers and say 
you know, Giants and I, although a cross country trip for the Giants on a Thursday would be tough. Um, so maybe, I mean, they're kind of cross country, all those teams I mentioned, whatever. Maybe one of these teams is coming off a bye. <laughs> sure. Okay. Regardless, yeah. regardless, yeah. Niners, regardless. Giants, probably a big number. Um, so that's, that's my seventh pick. Uh, I am looking at, hmm, the Washington Commanders. No, I'm joking. <laughs> There's there's a, a now, couple good no, ones not. still on the board. There's I, I thought you were gonna make a case for Washington. No, you have trying to Seattle. Choose, I'm trying to choose. I'm, I don't think I've already picked a Seattle game though. I don't Steel, think both Steelers I, game brand. So, so let God, let me work through this. <laughs> so I think that Seattle game is going to be at Seattle, week seventeen or eighteen or whatever. And the league is going to hope that they can flex it into sure. Sunday night, like they did at the end of the 2019 season. That's what I. That's that's where I think that's going. If Deshaun Watson <laughs> wasn't a piece of shit, but also didn't, play, <laughs> but also played better last year, I would think the Browns are a really enticing matchup for for prime time. But you don't know what you're going to get from Deshaun Watson. And if he's bad, the Browns become a lot less interesting. So I'm going to take that Steelers game at Pittsburgh because you get, A, it's Mike Tomlin against Kyle Shanahan. Like, that's just a really fun thing that that the network can kind of dive into pregame. And it gives gives their analysts plenty to dig into and talk about. And then it's it's two teams that are built around defense. I think you'd get a really kind of old school knockdown drag out type of game. I don't know if I'm an executive, if I love the idea of Kenny Pickett V Nick Bosa, but that's, that's kind of where I'm landing. It's two legacy franchises in prime time in Pittsburgh crowds going to be going nuts. I like the idea of that Pittsburgh game in prime time. I agree with everything you said. Um, I think so. There are probably two other legitimate candidates at Seattle is usually a good primetime candidate. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so that wasn't selected. And at Minnesota. Minnesota is not like a marquee primetime team, but that that's could, got 10 a.m. kickoff written all over it. <laughs> potentially. But Minnesota did go to the playoffs last year. They were pretty good. They have they, they have one of frauds. the best. <laughs> they have one of the best rods. They had one of the best quarterbacks in the NFC last year, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> who may or may not be entering a contract here. Just keep that in mind. It's so nuts. Real quick, I don't want to spend a ton of time on this. But it is nuts when you go, hey, rank the quarterbacks in the NFC right now. Oh, yeah. Jalen Hurts won. Dak? <laughs> Derek Carr? I, I Kirk I, Cousins? I think I'd go Kirk Cousins, too. I think I'm going back too. Dak was a little bit of a disaster last year. Proud of that, he was pretty good. I'm taking Dak too. But Kirk Cousins and Derek Carr, like, kill me. Like, either one. I don't care. Okay, here's a question for you. Give a give a percentage likelihood or just probability that Brock Purdy ends the season as one of the three best quarterbacks in the NFC this year. 97%. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> No, I'm probably it, closer I, to like 65%. I, dude, but... that's so funny. I was literally going to say 60 to 65. Yeah. 
it's just a it's a matter of there's there's two things of brock one can he stay healthy like what a can he stay healthy b what just what does he look like post-surgery like there's a there's going to be a mental hurdle of being able to move around in the pocket like he did like that was such a big part of his game what's his arm strength look like it already wasn't like a huge strength of his but what does it look like now and then he had some really good turnover luck last year that kept his that kept his interception numbers down quite a bit so that's what i'm i'm interested to to see yeah there's definitely there's definitely a chance though like 60 to 65 sounds right so we got to keep in mind matt stafford is still playing football Kyler Murray, maybe he takes a leap with their new coaching staff. I don't know. Ky- Kyler Murray is probably not going to play this year. Oh, that's right. Coming off the knee injury. Yeah. Scratch. Colt that. McCoy, though. Justin Fields, huge leap from him. So Justin Fields is interesting because I don't think we're going to see a huge leap where we're like, whoa, Justin Fields is throwing for 4,500 yards and all that. But he's just so goddamn talented that they might just score a bunch of points because he exists. He could, he might, he might complete like 56% of his throws and they still average 28 points a game, which is kind of what Jalen hurts did last year. A little bit. Yeah. Jalen threw the heck out of the ball though. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, like I, I, I feel like coming into this year, I feel similarly about Justin Fields as I did Jalen hurts coming into last year. Hmm. Okay. sense. And we obviously saw Hertz take a huge leap, but he had, um, you know, the best offensive line in the league, really good weapons, all that. So we'll see with the Bears. Um, I'm just going through possible top five NFC quarterback candidates. Bryce Young. Are we buying Jordan Love? Eh. I don't know. I'm not. The the NFC South is Bryce Young, Baker Mayfield, Derek Carr, and. Desmond Ritter. Yeah. Yikes. Wasn't good last year either. Oof. Although as bad as the NFC South was last year, their worst <laughs> the worst record in that division was seven and ten. It wasn't like there was a four and thirteen team in that division last year. No, but none of them were good either. But it went eight and nine, seven and ten, seven and ten, seven and ten in the standings. <laughs> <laughs> The Bucks plowing their way in there, the strong eight and nine. Um, okay, re- recounting our draft. I went at Eagles. You went home versus Dallas. I went versus Bengals. You went at Jags. I went home versus Ravens. You went home versus Seahawks. I went home versus Giants. And to round out the Mister Irrelevant of this draft, eighth overall was at Steelers. Yeah, I feel good about it. Yeah. So I feel oh, like that Steelers somebody... pick is great value. Because yeah. we were we were considering them with our with our top pick, so we're thrilled that they that they fell to us at eight. Um, by the way, speaking of the uh the quarterback NFC thing, there's going to be like one Giants fan who's like, can't believe they didn't mention Daniel Jones. Okay, shout out to the Giants <laughs> fan that listens to this pod. <laughs> Daniel Jones is also a quarterback in the NFC. I agree. Yeah, he, yeah, won a playoff game. Boy, um, did he! Against yeah. your number two, Kirk Cousins. <laughs> um, okay. I have nothing else to say. Yeah, we will. We will break down the schedule tomorrow. I can't wait. Yeah, just, just. We'll, we'll I might. Into... Hey, yo, yo. We might tomorrow on the pod. We might have to discuss. I've never done a road trip 
for the Niners. Mm-hmm. I'm very seriously considering it this year. Should we do a draft of possible rookies? Yo, yes. <laughs> Hang on, we got dude. We're in. We're in. We're entering mid-May. We need to stretch content. That'll be a separate pod next week. Okay. <laughs> Drafting we'll get road games go- on from each city. Honestly, no. That I that like that is a good idea. I know we we like joke about Bill Simmons bits, but like I do think the drafts of like random things like this are kind of fun because at least we get to talk about them in in ways you know that that are less boring than what we normally would. And also Bill Simmons did not invent drafting shit. No, I know. But just as, as like a, uh, as a concept of just drafting random things, I feel like he, sure. I mean, he, he's no matter how you feel about him. And I have a lot of respect for Bill Simmons, no matter how you feel about him. He is kind of the podfather content machine. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> If the ring I had a lot of over. I had a lot of Jags on my fantasy team last year, so I weirdly watched a lot of Jags football. <laughs> they got a lot of guys that can do some stuff. Oh God, that's funny. Um, Niners strength is schedule based on Vegas win probabilities at ten, according to Sharp Football. Tenth hardest. Tenth most difficult. Damn, um, that makes sense. And- and last year was one of the worst, but it ended up being coming into the season, but it ended up being second overall based on last season's win percentage. Second hardest. Second hardest. It was one of the easiest, but ended up being one of the hardest. Yeah, it makes sense this year. That A, they have a first place schedule, which accounts for a couple games. They're playing the NFC East, which had three freaking playoff teams last year. Yeah. They're the going to the, to the Jags. That's their that's their extra game. Yeah. Which they were a playoff team and it's on the road. Um, yeah. Last Man. year they had the AFC West, which is kind of wild to think about. Yeah. AFC North. Anyway, okay, let's get out of here. Yeah, let's do that. We'll break down the schedule, takeaways, things like that, and we'll draft a possible road trip that I may or may not make. <laughs> My first ever. I can't wait. Uh, subscribe, rate, review if you've not done those things.